Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about different issues you may run into with your pool filter. Why aren't there on your pool route? There are a lot of things you're going to run into, of course, because you're going to be visiting pools with different filters and probably have multiple filter types on your route. So I'll try to cover some of the more common issues you're going to run into. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's Referral Program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. There are a couple issues that can happen with the clamp itself. And a lot of filters have a clamp with a spring barrel nut on there. And I think I've run into just about every problem out there with these spring barrel nuts. You'll find these on the Pentair filters, Hayward, Jandy. Just about every filter uses them. Basically, this is a safety device to where once you have the clamp on tight enough, that metal spring should start to collapse on itself and you should not be able to see a gap inside that spring. Now, a lot of times what happens is that someone's using a tool that's not appropriate. You know, they don't have a 916th socket and they're using maybe a channel pair of channel locks, which I've seen people do a lot. And over time, that nut starts to get stripped, and then you can't get a socket set on there, which is problematic. I found one that was so bad that I just had to use another pair of channel locks to get it off and replace it, because it was just not, it was just so badly stripped by not being properly removed. Another problem is that if you don't lube up that clamp, and I like to spray it with silicone, you can actually... For a bottle of Magic Lube, it actually fits directly in there. So you can take your Magic Lube bottle and you can actually stick the threaded part right through the Magic Lube and get a bunch of that on there. And then you want to go ahead and put the spring on and then the nut. Of course, there's a washer and then there's another washer um, as part of that. And then you want to tighten it up. Now, a lot of times, if you don't lube it up every time you take it off, it's going to start to cause it to get cross-threaded. And one of the problems you're going to have is that if it does get cross-threaded, you can't get the spring barrel nut back on the clamp. It's just not going to go on. And you can spend, you know, a huge amount of time trying to get it on. And sometimes when someone has it cross-threaded, getting that off the filter takes pretty much forever also. And it's really a real chore. The only solution for that usually is to replace the clamp itself. Those clamps aren't cheap. They're, you know, anywhere from 200 plus to get a new clamp and that's unfortunate if you do strip that particular clamp then you have to get a new clamp sometimes replacing the spring barrel nut will fix that problem sometimes it won't i've had some success with that but usually when it starts to cross thread you have to get a new clamp for that filter sometimes you can't get the bolt back on you're holding the filter and you just can't get that nut back on there A little trick is to take the spring barrel out, take the washer out, and just try to thread it on with the nut itself. Get it going on there, maybe about half an inch or a quarter of an inch, 
And then you can take it off, put the washer, put the spring on there, put the nut back on, and then you can tighten that clamp the rest of the way. You really want to make sure you have the washers on there. Some of them have two, some have one. The washer really helps with the separation so that you're not over-tightening it or you're going to cause cross-threading. So make sure you don't lose those washers. I've dropped them before and couldn't find one, but I carry a lot of spare ones with me just to make sure I get it on correctly. Now, as far as the, the spring itself, you definitely want to keep tightening it until you can't really see a gap. It doesn't have to be like completely gap-free, but close to being gap-free, and that way you know that it's on there securely. It just depends on the filter. Some will go on further than others. It's kind of uh, you know odd that the manufacturers are all a little bit different. The clamp may not close completely. It may have a little gap in there, maybe a quarter of an inch, and that's just from the manufacturer. And some of them, of course, are snug. If you have a 2,000 or 4,000 Pentair filter, you're going to have a black knob. And a lot of times, the previous pool company has put that knob on too tight, either with a multi-torque socket set or with a pair of channel locks, and you can see like the, the marks on there. You don't really want to over-tighten them like that. They should go on pretty tight. The only reason why it wouldn't go on tight is maybe the O-ring needs to be replaced and you weren't able to get the lid on correctly. But... Those knobs are no fun to hand tighten. So you definitely would want to get the multi-torque socket set and buy the kit with that particular uh, socket. And of course, you want to make sure that you put that on correctly also. Sometimes you'll have the same problem where you can't get that in there because the clamp's not on right. A lot of times when you can't get the clamp back on, it's because the O-ring is worn out. It's kind of stretched out and the lid's not fitting completely snug. So you want to make sure that you have a good O-ring on there. Sometimes you have to replace the O-ring on certain filters all the time, like the uh, the 2000 series with the stainless steel lid on top. I find myself replacing that O-ring just about every time I change that filter. So get a lot of those red line O-rings for that filter because those seem to warp and wear out pretty quickly. I like using the silicone spray, the Boss silicone spray when I do the filter cleanings because the silicone will massage the O-ring and allow them to last longer. Plus, it's nowhere near as messy as the Magic Lube. I mean, you could wear surgical gloves and put the Magic Lube on, but I find that it gets everywhere on your equipment, on your truck steering wheel, if you're not too careful. So the silicone spray is much better to lube up those filter O-rings. Once you get the clamp on, sometimes you'll turn on the pool and it'll be a little drip leak coming from the tank where they come together with the O-ring. And usually as an indicator, again, that the O-ring needs to be changed. So a good solution would be just to take it apart, change the O-ring. Sometimes, though, that leak will actually stop over a course of a few days if you just tighten it a little bit and just give it some time. I've seen that happen where there's like a little drip leak and then it just stops. Sometimes you'll change the O-ring and it's going to be even worse. It'll leak even worse. And I've had this happen before on a filter. It was a Hayward filter. I changed the O-ring and it seemed to make the leak worse. So I just lubed up the old one really good and put it back on there. So don't throw away the old O-ring too fast. Keep it around the pool filter because sometimes you're just going to have to use that old O-ring because sometimes the new O-ring doesn't work or you got the wrong O-ring from the supplier. The worst thing you can do is take the old O-ring off and throw it away and then you don't have it anymore if there's a problem. So I usually leave it on the on the filter tank for a week in case I need it. Sometimes it's one of those things where you do pick up the wrong one because there are different ones that go with filters. You may have the wrong one. And so definitely be careful not to throw away that until you know for sure you have a good seal on the tank. 
but looping it up is the key sometimes to getting it to seal. So if you do see a drip leak after you put the clamp on, just simply take it off, take the lid off again, and go ahead and lube that up. Now, the Pentair filters, I really like the air relief on top because they're, you can easily get the lid off by opening up that air relief once you have the clamp off. And once the, you open that up, the water will kind of push the lid off that filter. Other filters, you may have to take the clamp off and give the time clock a quick flip on and then off again really fast to kind of get the tank to pop off a little bit. The 2000 series ones, the ones, the stainless steel ones, these are tough sometimes because, you know, you can try to get them off with a screwdriver. It really takes a long time. The best way to get those off also is to give, you know, turn it on for a split second while the clamp is off. I like holding it with a jacket or a sweater or a shirt because sometimes that'll really pop off and your your hand will be wrung. There was a pool guy that I know that would just turn it on and then walk away and let the lid like pop off and fly. That causes the warp. I wouldn't recommend that. It's pretty cool, but it's not something I would recommend. But usually, you know, once you have the air bleeder open and all the air's out, all the air's out and water comes out of it, you can safely pop those 2000 series lids off that way. Otherwise, sometimes those are really hard to get off if you don't really use the filter itself to kind of pop that lid for you. And you want to make sure this is one safety thing that the pool's not going to come on while you're putting the clamp back on. And this is where you'll see that little diagram where it shows the person getting pretty much injured or killed by the filter. And that's basically when you're trying to put that clamp back on. And let's say you just started putting it back on and you've got a few turns of your wrench or multi-torque and the filter comes on, that will cause a lot of pressurization and that could cause you know a fatality while you're putting that clamp back on. That's the main danger. Of course, you don't want to take the clamp off while the pool's running either. That's another pressurization danger, but no one would probably do that. You would want to make sure the pool's off before you try to take that clamp off. And it clearly says that everywhere in the manual and all over the tank that you don't want to try taking that clamp off while the pool's running because that could be extremely dangerous also. The rule of thumb when I'm doing an automated system is to put it in service mode or I just flip the breaker on that because sometimes there's some weird communication problems with the VS pump in the panel. So I make sure I just turn the breaker off in that case. With an Intermac timer, I like to spin the dial. I pull it towards me and I'll spin it so that I know it's not going to come on. And then I'll turn off the Intermac timer. So that's the real danger is, again, getting the clamp off with the pool on, which no one would should try to do. Or when you're putting the clamp on, the filter comes on in that split second that you're tightening the clamp on, that could be a very dangerous situation. And I've done this several times myself where I'm taking the lid and trying to put it back on and I'll kind of break the air bleeder off the top. It's, you know, something. sometimes I'll put it on top of the heater and it'll fall and then it'll land on the pressure gauge and break the air bleeder. So this is something that you want to carry extra parts with. Sometimes the air bleeder is just leaking. The Pentair um, air assembly tends to leak over time and you should carry some spare you know, air bleeders and also pressure gauges for your filters in case you accidentally break one or you find one that's broken. But the last thing you want to do is to be at the job site cleaning the filter and then you can't get the filter back together because the, you know, the air bleeder broke off and you didn't have that part on you. Sometimes the the old filters will have a plastic thread and it'll actually break off inside the filter. So what you can do is get a flathead screwdriver and kind of make a notch in there 
and then spin it out with a screwdriver if you run into a situation that may happen to you. It's happened to me a couple times over the years, but make sure you have those spare parts. Something else that you may notice is that the PSI may be really high in the filter or really low, and that could just simply be the gauge is broken. Maybe the gauge is stuck and you can't, you know, that's the problem too. You tap it with your finger and then it moves again. And I would definitely replace the pressure gauge when necessary. They're really inexpensive and you should carry a few pressure gauges with you to screw in when you need them. So those are very common things. Be careful with the lid that you don't drop. It doesn't fall anywhere. And you may drop one or two in the course of doing filters during the season. So make sure you have spare parts. Another thing that you're going to see with filters is there'll be a hairline crack somewhere. Once the filter starts to crack, it's pretty much a goner. You really can't fix it. You don't really want to replace just the top of the filter or just the bottom because different runs of the filter during the manufacturing don't match up. And so if you buy like a new lid for $500 because it has a crack in it, you may not get a complete seal on the bottom. This has happened to me on a few occasions where I've had a Pentair 4000 series where the top cracked and so I got a replacement lid, but it's just slightly off and it didn't match completely. And so the O-ring wasn't sealing. What I did in that case is I just used the 2000 series Redline O-ring, which is a little bit thicker. Put it on the 4000 series tank and then I was able to use the new lid on there and it didn't leak. But, you know, they won't match 100% a lot of the time. So you want to replace the whole filter top and bottom. In a lot of cases, you just want to replace the top of the filter or the bottom of the filter if it has a crack. Once you see the filter that has a crack, you really want to turn that filter off and leave it off until you can get a new filter there. Because what's going to happen is that crack will expand over time. That top may even burst because of the crack over time because it's really not made to have a crack like that. It's going to depressurize the filter and cause lots of problems besides having water leaking. But that crack could burst at any moment and become a gush, gushing gusher, geyser of water. I guess that's the proper way of saying it. So if there's any filter cracks, and I'm not talking anything minor. I mean, sometimes you'll see a stainless steel with a pinhole. That's not what I'm talking about. Any kind of fiberglass filter that has a crack where water's leaking out of it could potentially expand over time. And I know this from experience because I've had an FNS filter with a small little crack one week and I was like, well, it's just kind of dripping. I'm not going to turn the pool off because then it's going to be not going to be running for a few days. I'll just, you know, turn it off and replace it when I get back with the new filter. When I got back there the following week, that crack had expanded to like 10 inches. The water was shooting everywhere within an equipment room. So fortunately, you know, it wasn't anything that was catastrophic, but definitely the pool lost a lot of water because I neglected to turn off the pool when there was a small little crack and it just really expanded during the week. So just be careful with that. Sometimes you'll clean the filter and you can't get the pool primed again. This happens sometimes when the equipment is far away from the pool. One trick that I found that's really that really works well is to prime the pool in spa mode. Once the pool starts to prime, you can switch the valve over into pool mode slowly or pool suction slowly. And then you can, of course, prime that pool. And you, it's, sometimes it takes a few minutes because you're going back and forth and moving it slowly to pool suction. And this again happens when the filter is far away from the pool or, or when the water, there's no check valve and the water runs back down the line. You may have this problem priming the pool. But those are some common things that you run into with just about all filters. You know, all these problems are something that's solvable. And you run into different aspects of these problems. 
one thing that might happen to you is that once you put everything back together, you notice that you have debris leaking back in or diatomaceous earth leaking back in. Sometimes that's just residual because when you take the lid off, sometimes a little bit of that goes back down to the return line. And so if the filter burps a little bit and you get a little bit of DE or debris back in there and then it stops after 30 seconds, then you're probably in the clear. Now if it's continuous and you add fresh DE and it starts shooting out of the return lines, then there's something wrong with that filter. You have to take it apart again and inspect the grids in there. And if you have a cartridge filter leaking out stuff, make sure you put all the parts back in. I've put a cartridge filter together before and I've forgotten to put the black top manifold on. I'm sure everyone's done this once or twice in their career. And so, you know, everything was coming back into the plug. I couldn't figure it out. And I saw the black manifold laying there on the ground. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to put the top manifold on. And there's also a little air bleeder in D filters and cartridge filters. So make sure those are also on those intact and back on. And I've had an air bleeder in my pocket before. You know, with, when I do the FNS Plus, I like taking the air bleeder off the top so that I don't lose it. They can fall off into the filter when you're cleaning it. So I'll take it off and put it in my pocket or my apron. And then one time I was leaving the account and I had it in my apron still. I was like, oh, I forgot to put the air bleeder cap back on. That's definitely going to cause a DE leak. So those are all things that can happen out there. And then, of course, for a D filter, there's a stem O-ring. You want to make sure you carry plenty of those because sometimes those stem O-rings are the only reason why DE is leaking back in there. There's a small little thin O-ring that fits on the stem where the top manifold of the D filter fits on or the DE top manifold of the grids fits on top of. So make sure that that's intact also. But if you notice anything leaking back in, just take everything back apart and see if you can find out where the actual leak is. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingforlearning.com. If you go there, you'll find a drop-down menu of podcasts that I recorded. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at my website, swimmingforlearning.com or poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.